Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show. And tonight we have a very special guest, all the way from Slovenia. It is Zavizic. Good evening. Good evening. How are you, everyone? Thank you so much, Hugh, for inviting me here. It's an honor to be a part of your events, and I'm sure it's going to be great. Oh, it's fantastic to have you on the show. And we really appreciate everybody in the chat coming in to, from other channels. And I know from, from your channel, um, who has come along to, to watch tonight, is absolutely brilliant. And it won't be long before we start asking the questions uh, from you all. So get, your, get your, your questions ready. And if you want to put them in in capital letters, I can spot them as early as I can. Uh, but it's great to have you on the show. And I have to say, I'm, I'm honoured that you watch my gaming streams too. And when you yeah. say it helps you to relax, I'm saying, well, it must yeah. be laid back and easy going to, to help Zavizic relax after a busy day writing music and playing his games. So uh, that's the thing. But I will start with the question that we always start with. How did your racing game kind of sim career, how did it all begin? How did it all begin? So the first thing that's important is in the early 90s, my father was um, interested in console gaming. So he got Amiga 600 and Super Nintendo, but didn't get too, he wasn't really too happy with it. So it wasn't until PlayStation came out where he really started to enjoy games. And then in 95, I was born. So yeah, I mean, I, I definitely for the first two years, I couldn't play, but let's say around 97, 98, that's where I also started playing. And wow. for the first few, few games, uh, Tekken, was mm -hmm. one of my first game and uh, bust the move you know those balloons it's a really simple game so uh, those were probably my first two games and then my first racing game was v rally one i don't know if you guys remember that game v rally one and that game came so early uh, the controllers on ps1 didn't have the analog sticks yet so you you, mm -hmm. you could only play on the pointed buttons you know oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah and that and it, it was really hard it still is one of the hardest racing games to play and <laughs> uh so that that was my first uh experience with uh with the racing game and then i quickly went to games like toka virelli 2 colin mccray yeah um i basically my first passion was cars so yeah. that was even before music Mm -hmm. uh, Gran Turismo, so the first experience with Gran Turismo was around 99, and uh -huh. it was actually the first Gran Turismo demo, Gran Turismo 1 demo, and I, I didn't like it too much, it was quite hard, you know, being, uh, probably it was the best simulation at that time, and obviously a four-year-old kid wasn't really interested in simulations, so my father picked it up more, and it became a tradition to buy every Gran Turismo title as soon as it came out. So that was yeah. like our main game for the whole history of our gaming uh, yeah, experience. So, but it was not until like Gran Turismo 3 that I started kind of get better, get some consistency going on, try to do some license tests. You know, you, in every Gran Turismo, you have license tests. Mm -hmm. um, but when I was a kid, I was more like into cars and the design of the cars. I liked the look mm -hmm. of the cars and yeah. not so much the driving experience. The driving yeah. experience enjoyment came much later when I grew up and started to enjoy the, the racing on a more enthusiastic level. Yeah. Yeah. So what kind of cars do you like then? I'm just on a wee, wee quick question on that. Is there any particular car that stands out in terms of design that you think just looks fantastic? uh nowadays my dream car would be the mark 5 supra yeah that's I, my I dream quite a yeah i see I, I love the alfa romeo Giulia. i think the Giulia is just a really oh. nice i do like that selena i've been fortunate enough to drive the quadrifoglio version oh, that's nice. uh, and yeah. it, it's just it feels it feels as good as it looks you know in the pictures it's just you can it, it's it's an amazing machine and i, I drove the stelvio quadrifoglio as well earlier in the year and that that was fun um but uh but no that's fantastic so what are your kind of favorite car and track combinations uh when you play gt sport and games like that 
Oh, it's, it's really hard to say. So my fa my favorite class, car class, is group two. My All right. Car yeah. class is group two. Um, so almost every track that you use group two, I, I love it. So mm -hmm. the only there, there's only a couple tracks that I don't like in Gran Turismo Sport. So uh, Monza, Tucuba, Goodwood, Oval Tracks, and Willow Springs. Those are the tracks that I don't like. Everything else I like. Um, yeah. And my favorite car class, obviously, is Group 2. But I also like Group 1 and Group 3, not far behind Group 2. It's just that Group 2 is my favorite class because it's it still has kind of a shape of a car, you know? Because yeah, Group 1, yeah. is, it's all, already a space shuttle, you know? Yeah, but yeah. why I like Group 2 is it's because it's an ultimate racing car. It has the shape of a real car, but it has amazing performance. Some say it even has a very similar performance to the LMP1 cars or LMP2 yeah. cars. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I like them. That's, uh, yeah, and I mean, because what's, I mean, you obviously you do an awful lot on Gran Turismo. And what do you think it is that kind of makes you like to play that game? Above any, you know, because there are plenty of other games you could play, but that seems to be one that you like a lot. Yeah. So, one of the biggest reasons is probably that I grew up with this game, so it's mm. now a part of my life, basically. Second reason is because this game uh, is the only game that presents the racing as an art. That's the only game that I felt that you know, presenting it in a really passionate way. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you have like a game like Assetto Corsa, which is in technical terms might be better, but I, I would just, it's not all about technical things in my view, you know, so I, I want that the game gives me passion and inspires me to keep driving there, you know, so that's what Gran Turismo gave, gave me uh, every day. <laughs> Ah, fantastic. Now, that's great. Now, we've got loads and loads of comments already coming in fast and, and uh, furiously, and some fantastic uh, comments have been made here, especially like the ERT chimpanzee said, I love Hugh's bald heads. Very sexy. Well, it's probably just a glare from the camera. Ah, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, I appreciate any, any nice comment like that. It's absolutely fine. Now, uh, we've got a question from Henry Bernal. It says, what inspires you to do 200 overtake streams in group two? Oof, what inspires me? Well, it's, it's more, I think it's more, oh, it's, that's really, I, I wouldn't say it inspires me so much. As long, it's more like it, it, it's a challenge. It's a really hard challenge and you have to be consistent. That, I think that's the main thing, to reach, to do that, you have to be consistent and mm -hmm. one of my strongest points is consistency actually mm -hmm. so i i made two attempts and both times i succeeded so that it, it's also because the stream didn't crash <laughs> 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 that that's also important because usually those streams are six seven eight hours long and it's wow. uh i'm always like under pressure oh man one more race, two more races. Is the stream gonna handle it? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good going. Yeah, two hundred overtakes. That is a riddle, a good challenge to have. That uh, now that is pretty good. Now we've got a quick question from Keith. Uh, Keith will own you. He says, "Are you a fan of Goran Dragic? I think I pronounced that right. Ah, uh, yeah, basketball player, probably. Yeah. Yes. Imagine uh, that I don't. I don't. Unfortunately, I don't watch basketball. So I, I can't say that. I, I, I will say no, <laughs> because I, I don't really follow that too much. The only, speaking of other sports, the only sport that I watch is snooker. That's oh, my yeah. favorite sport uh, next to racing. Yes. Uh, fantastic. Now, that's, that's uh, it's, it's the thing. Now, I'm just quickly checking all these. We've got hundreds in the, in the stream. It's great to see you all. Um, now, Jacint Smurme, or sorry, Shurme, I think, um, what are, he says, what are your targets? Now, I imagine that maybe is that for your GT Sport ambitions? Uh, my target is to continue what I'm already doing and try to be as successful as possible. So basically, I'm already doing what I love, racing, um, 
engaging with people that love my driving. I was always trying to uh, primarily be watched because of my driving. Not so. I never wanted to be an entertainer. You know, I always tried to succeed uh, and inspire people with my driving, and I'm still trying to do that. But obviously, as a streamer, obviously you have to be engaging with the people you are uh, that are watching you and stuff like that. So I'm mm -hmm. trying to be really natural. You know, I'm not trying to be kind of an acting entertainer. So I'm mm -hmm. trying really to be nice, natural, and just try to focus on driving as much as I can and inspire people that way. And hopefully, uh, I can make a living out of it. You know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's, that's my dream. That's my dream. Well, that'd be fantastic. Now we've got the link for your channel in the description below. So for anyone who has not already subscribed to Zavid's great channel, then please make sure you do because he certainly deserves it. And I have to say, watching you race, all I see Thank is you. you race off into the distance. Um, you always start at the back, and you, you're very good at overtaking people. So it's a very entertaining. Uh, channel to watch and your streams are, are really really good so it's there and you can learn a huge amount now one of the questions i was saying because you were saying consistency is the key so how do you become consistent as a sim racer i think you have to you have to start uh by practicing a lot i mean if i if i say my uh if i present my story in 2019 when I came back to GT Sport with a wheel, I bought a wheel. I spent for six months about four or five hours a day just driving time trial, just driving time trial. And I remember in that year, I got about uh, 20 top 10 lap times every week in wow. six months. Wow. And it's, it's because I kept doing the laps and laps and laps all over again. And just trying not to make mistakes, just trying not to make mistakes, you know, just keep that rhythm, keep that momentum and not break it, you know. Um, and basically, I, I improved my pace on my own. I didn't really watch other people too much uh, until I got really good. That's when I started watching some other people just to get even even better, you know, because I, I saw that, well, I, I might have some potential here. I have to get more disciplined maybe try to 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 watch around some others mm -hmm. and try to incorporate some stuff uh into my driving style because obviously that's really important learning bad habits is never good um yeah. so my, i would say my driving style is most of the time based on consistency mm -hmm. uh I, for a long long time i had trouble with qualifying but I always did well in the race. Mm -hmm. So luckily, lately, this is improving. I, I was really getting some good uh, qualifying lap times lately, so I'm quite happy. Um, but yeah, I mean, some of the guys have aggressive driving style and they're not consistent, but they might just might get a really, really good race pace. But yeah. usually they would make a mistake and lose generally. Yeah. Then you have someone who is more consistent and takes it easy, but it's never anything special, right? So yeah, yeah. That's why you have that's why you have someone like Mikhail Hizal, who is mm -hmm. incredible, who can just always deliver that incredible pace, but so smooth and consistent and never makes a mistake. That's why he is so special. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it, is, it is a real thing. And when you said there are some people that sometimes make it and usually crash, I thought, yeah, that sounds like me. <laughs> so it was kind of like, well, I can't do it. And on the faint occasions, so it shows a sign of talent, but usually crashes. Um, but uh, but that's that's the thing. Now, we've got some great, great um, uh, questions coming up. And oh, we've got some lots of people. We've got Serenity who's just joined us as well. Uh, and Mike, uh, Magic, uh, not Magic, Magic Mike, uh, we've got... Uh, 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 GT Mike Racing, if I got that right, or I'm getting completely confused. But here's a question from Flash Tiger, which really shows how successful you are. Of all the moments this year, 100,000 DR, the top um, uh, FIA wins, etc., etc. What is your best moment this year in Gran Turismo? Um, I think the happiest I was was when I won my first top split nations race 
that was in August. Um, I won the, the race at Sardinia with Red Bull X 2019, and I, I, I. I I was just so happy because I never thought I'm going to do it. But I think what I'm most proud of is the qualifying lap I made on the last round of FIA official series on Laguna Seca that we had last week. I, I qualified only 1,000th of a second behind Patrick Blasian in P2. Wow. Yeah. Wow, I did finish yeah. P4 there because it was the, it was the first time I qualified so high in such a world-class lobby that I just couldn't yeah I kept it really reserved so to speak I didn't want to risk that position that I just achieved on qualifying so but yeah as that really connects to the previous thing I was saying so I was struggling with the qualifying mm -hmm. and because I managed to get that qualifying lap uh I was I'm really I'm still really proud of it because I never thought I started doubting that I'm actually gonna get a lap time like that ever. So mm. that is my proudest moment of the year, but my happiest moment is when I won the nation's race. Yeah, that's time. fantastic. Yeah, I mean, that is a big, big race to win. Uh, and also 100,000 DR, my goodness. I'm struggling on, I mean, on my, on my newest PSN, I'm barely into about 26,000. I did get into A on my other two, but, uh, but yeah, even then I'm about... Speaking about 100k, I think, I think that's, I, I, for me, it didn't really feel so special as just beating some of the world tour drivers in the race, mm -hmm. you know, because you can kind of grind those points, DR points, even with non-world tour drivers, you know. So for me, yeah, it definitely didn't feel so special as the, those FIA races. Yeah. Wow. So that is something. Well, you've got a very special fan here because R8G Haku has said, um, he will put it up on the screen for everyone to see. I love you, Zavisic. So you've Carl got a fan yeah. there. <laughs> Thank so you, got... he's, uh, he's one of the aliens from GT Sport. He's a really good driver also. Ah, well, I might have to have him on the show. We like aliens around here for this show. But, uh, but no, that's fantastic. Now, I'll quickly select the next question. In fact, one of the, we, had, we had a question earlier on, and it was about how much practice do you have to do um, to get as fast and you know to, to be as successful as you are on GT Sport. I think let's say if if I look at last race at Laguna Seca I did for Nations, uh, where I got the qualifying lap, very good. I did. I started practicing one day earlier, <laughs> and but I did practice that day. So it was Tuesday when I started practicing. Wednesday was the race. On Wednesday, on uh, on Tuesday, I spent about four or five hours, definitely, because I knew I knew that I started too late, and I I just put my mindset that I'm gonna spend this day really disciplined for for the race. Start in the morning, do time trial for one hour, then open the lobby and start doing testing the race, and then go back to time trial. So I, I definitely spent five six hours there and another maybe two hours on the race day so that equals probably eight hours but i think it would be better to spend more days uh with less amount of hours each day so i don't know let's say i would say maybe one to two hours each day yeah if you really if you really make a practice that's effective and not just go around the laps and not improve really mm -hmm. one hour is enough each day for five, six days, and you will probably get really close to your potential that you are at the moment. Yeah, wow, that's you, have to, you, you have to make sure that practice is really organized, is really effective, so that you yeah. can instantly see what you are doing wrong and try to repair that, or even ask someone else, how can I improve that? Am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? This is much more important than doing 100 laps Wrong. Yeah, of making Wrong. mistakes. That's probably what I do. I do too many laps and not really improve. You do a bit of improvement, but yeah, it's that's a thing. Especially my group three performance. I definitely need yeah. to to get that one all sorted out. Now, here's an interesting question from Clay Mitt, um, and he said, "Will you be willing to relocate in order to qualify for FIA?" Well, that's 
that's so complicated to do that's i think i don't know that's a big deal isn't it <laughs> i don't it's know so it's i i would love to qualify definitely but i see i seem to be quite satisfied with the situation i am in right now because even though i can't qualify i can still race against the best in the world right so it's mm -hmm. it's kind of enough for me you know i'm not going to be really disappointed if i'm never going to qualify for the world tour because it's basically we are still driving against the same drivers that are there yeah i am not everyone is because you have to be uh ranked high enough to be in those top splits obviously yeah but uh, no i I'm, i would not be willing to change the country or anything like that you know if, if slovenia gets accepted someday then that's going to be great but I'm not really going to spend time and energy doing that because mm. I'm doing, I'm in a really good spot right now. I'm really happy how the yeah. things are going and yeah, just stay there and focus on the driving. I'm really trying to focus on the driving as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Now in the, uh, in the pre uh, interview, and I would say, let's say the green room, but we don't really have a green room. It's a kind of virtual green room. Um, uh, we were, you were saying that, um, You've had a great experience of because of what you've been doing in GT Sport, and then you had a chance to drive a real a real day in driving, um, and and lots of things happened. So it, it sounded fantastic. So reveal to us what happened okay. uh, when that, you went to drive real cars. That story is incredible. So last year I got an email from Porsche Slovenia, and they said something about being interested in making uh, racing content with me, and they left a phone number. I wow. thought they made a mistake. I would like that. I would phone back. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought they made a mistake. So I, I called them and it turned out to be true. They wanted me to make, to create a content with them. And it turned out that we went to Red Bull Ring and they gave me Porsche Taycan to drive there. Incredible. And then wow. obviously they wanted me to talk about uh transferring the sim racing knowledge to the real thing mm -hmm. and that was a really interesting story so i did that and i i was so so happy and excited and kind of scared also you know i yeah, was driving yeah. a 600 horsepower car on red bull ring wow uh with three seconds from zero to 60 miles per hour that that was incredible yeah, yeah. and so what was really what was really interesting for me is that I did one, two, three laps and I was already feeling quite confident. Uh -huh. That's because I was using really similar lines and breaking points and acceleration points out of the corners as I would do in Gran Turismo. Because I also did some practice before. You, you can do that combo, right? You have Porsche yeah. Taycan in the game and Red Bull, yeah. so I tried that. And uh, obviously it's not the same because the tires are different, the weather conditions are different. But it was, I mean, I could really get into it quite fast. I'm not saying I was uh, trying to challenge the limits. That, that was yeah, too risky. Yeah, yeah. That was too risky. But uh, the guy from Porsche was driving with me there and he couldn't believe, and I'm not making this up, he couldn't believe how I could be so smooth and confident already after a couple of laps you just couldn't believe it and i was that was my first time with such a powerful car on the track yeah. and um at this point i also want to say that gran turismo proved in this story that it's a good simulator you know it's uh -huh. not the best i'm not saying it's the best but it's not bad also it does mm -hmm. all the things right it gives you that general knowledge that you can then transfer on the track and really use it and start enjoying that much quicker if or if you wouldn't be trying to drive Gran Turismo. Definitely helps. 100%. That's amazing, isn't it? I, I did have a similar experience a year year past March. I went to um, uh, to Brooklyn's, the Mercedes World, um, and I won it actually on a Gran Turismo game the year previous. Uh, a driving event uh, and I happened to have a go and it was mainly fleet drivers so they were all quite slow so I had a good chance of winning it so I won the, I won this thing by doing the fastest lap 
um, in a wow. Mercedes F1 car thing, and, and uh, so it was it wasn't Grand Tour, but I did that the year before. Um, but uh, and, but it was great fun, and I got the fastest lap, won the won the prize. And um, what part of it was I was I got an hour's drive in a Mercedes C43 AMG saloon uh, around the little test mm. track at Brooklands, and yeah. I have to say it was actually easier in the real thing than it was on the Gran Turismo or on games like it. Mm. Um, it just because yeah. but but you knew what to do. Roughly, it, it, this the, because you had the practice. It was amazing how that transferred, um, and uh, you know, and, and it, it was fantastic. And I had a, an hour of this, my a permanent smile on my face for the whole time as we were racing <laughs> around this track. And then he tried, he tried to make me do drifting. That was the only thing I couldn't do. But I completely agree. It's amazing that the the skills you learn, even with this a G twenty nine, you know, the entry level uh, sim rig and things, uh, or uh, you know what what you get from that, and then going into a real car. But for you driving this Porsche around Red Bull Ring, because of course you don't really see the inclines on the TV as you would have experienced driving around the yeah. track. What was that like? You know, because it's obviously a lot kind of level, it's steeper and, and much more raw than we see on TV. What, what do you mean, uh, the word inclines? You know, because it's quite a steep, you know, and you come up the steep turn huh. one, it's quite steep, isn't it? So it's quite, um, how did that all feel? Because it's well yeah. one thing watching it on a TV, but then actually yeah. being there, how, how did that yeah. feel when you were that, you know, after the, the first corner, that uphill is enormous. It's yeah. like climbing a mountain, really. And even in, even in Gran Turismo, you can be watching it from bumper cam, but it's nowhere near how you feel it in real life. It's just, you do that first corner and you're, you're going like this almost, you know, that, that second corner is way there up there somewhere. <laughs> and it's not that those geographical changes that that's also what i was saying in that content that we did there uh the ge geographical changes were really surprising me because they, they in reality they they make a much more uh much more effect than in the game i don't know why that is maybe it's because there's uh there isn't really a 3d feeling when you are driving on uh, mm -hmm. the game I don't know why that is, but it's a much different feeling uh, how you um, see those geographical differences, the heights, the lows, and stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah. Really oh, it sounds amazing. I mean, it looks like a great track. Um, I, I always remember last year watching the Formula One from there, and of course they were at the. It was the when it was uh, when there were no fans, and then but some very smart fans had managed to go outside the circuit at the top of the hill, almost in the mountains, and they were watching over the fence basically. To see the cars go, you know, as close as they could get, get their eye to see that what was happening, uh, and it does, it does look amazing. So it does show you. I think maybe compared to other type of of games, racing games really do make a difference. Um, and the way sim racing is going, I think it can only get better and better. Yeah. But, uh, and now Caroli Evans has said, "Look at this, four hundred ninety-five subs, five to go." Nice. And there's a Let's there's go. a special prize. Go on, there's a special prize. So I already subscribed, so I can't anymore. You can't. <laughs> this, well, I see the special prize. If we hit 500, it's going to go to one of you lucky viewers today, one of the subs. So if I call out your name, you better make sure you've subbed. That uh, It just sticks on a the wall there on the back there. So that could be coming out to you if we get to 500 during the show. And that, uh, yeah. So here we go. Now, uh, we have said, I'll get uh, some more. Uh, oh yes, from R. G. Haku, he says, "How old are you, Zavazic?" Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Ah, that's a young thing. Twenty years <laughs> younger than me. My goodness. Let's uh, now. Let's see. A question um, uh, again from Keith Wolonia. He says, uh, uh, "You know, uh, you train drivers. Are you thinking of having a race driving team, uh, like a club, to represent mm -hmm. Zavazic racing?" Mm. Um not really i'm not so much into that kind of stuff i personally my, my character is like i want to do my own thing uh usually without any help of others i don't know that's just my way of doing it and obviously if i was having a team or something like that that would uh, that would mean a lot of responsibility and yeah i'm not really a person for organization and responsibilities i'm more like a creative person uh that does his thing and try to inspire others so that that's my way of life definitely fantastic now we have breaking news breaking news we have hit 
the 500 subs on tonight's yeah. show. Oh, Ooh. my goodness. I, I feel like I've won an FIA Nation. Five Nations. You know, you know, it was like that. Uh, that's fantastic. That's absolutely brilliant. Um, thank you to everyone who's watching and who's just subbed. And also all of you loyal guys who have been with us all these years as we've been going strong. Now, I'm going to ask you, uh, Zavazic, uh, to choose out of all these people in the chat tonight as they are as they've come along to watch your show just call out a name have a look around the comments you can scroll up and down if you like um and see what you think uh -huh, what, uh -huh, okay just make sure it's none of our admins i'm not giving away any prizes to my admins <laughs> who should i choose oh my god you can't give me that oh i can't do that man and not... close your eyes and and click on a click on a comment and there we are. <laughs> Can I do that? I mean, how can I do that? Okay, I'm can gonna you close click on my one? eyes and I'm gonna scroll up. I'm gonna scroll up, and then I'm gonna put the mouse on and let's see what the mouse is on. The mouse is on surreality. Oh, surreality. <laughs> he won, he he won the last one. <laughs> he oh won my the God. last okay. one. <laughs> okay, then okay, let's say okay, Henry Bernal is the next comment, so he should be the one. Henry, Henry Bernal. Bernal, excellent. Okay, Henry Bernal. He said, I just subbed, which is fantastic. Henry Bernal, you need to get in touch with me. Send me an email, qhatrick at gmail.com, and I will get your address. And this picture here is going to be making its way out to you. What a prize. What an experience. Eh? You only get prizes like that on the Car Simon Race Driver Show. But it was Zavazic who called you out. Fantastic. We've got a prize winner tonight here. And an amazing racing driver, a sim racer, um, as we go here. So, <laughs> now my admins have said, typical, no pay for my admins. No, 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 no they work uh, like charity workers on my lot, on my team. That's the one. <laughs> so, now, tell, let's get on to tips for sim racing. Um, what would you say are the best things, if you're if you're wanting to get faster as a sim racer? You, you mentioned consistency before, but what might be your top three uh, bits of advice for those who are wishing to get faster on GT Sport? Okay, first of all, I have to say that uh, the talent is different from individuals. So a person is only able to reach a certain level, level that he is, right? So, and the other thing, when I'm teaching, I always say to students, uh, I am really bad at giving general tips I can teach when I watch uh, a person how he drives, and then I have 100 things to say. But if I don't see him how he drives, it's really hard to me for me to give him some general tips. Mm -hmm. uh, but okay, let, let's try to do that. Yeah, let's try to give. Uh, let's try to choose top three tips. Would be probably consistency. So try to avoid doing mistakes because. Uh, mis mistakes usually uh, create demotivation. So if you are trying to be consistent, you will also enjoy the journey much more. Mm. And then obviously try to watch faster drivers. Talk to them. Talk to yeah. faster drivers. Uh, watch their laps and try, really try to analyze. Only one corner is enough. Try to watch his braking inputs, throttle inputs, and turning points. That's all you have to do. And really uh, make notes when they start doing that, all those things. And then try to do that a bit earlier than they do. So obviously, you can't brake on the same braking point as they do right away. You start a little earlier. So you, you basically are trying to grasp the idea, general idea, how they are doing it, because that's gonna that's gonna um, make your bad habits hopefully go away. Mm -hmm. That's the second tip. The third tip: um, enjoy. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think yeah. just enjoy. Don't expect. Okay, yeah. Don't have expectations. That's the third tip. Uh, that's fantastic. No, it's it's really good um, to be able to to get because this is the thing that I think we all kind of like to know from from you you guys that are you know very very fast and 
and, and are winning all these events. Um, say, what is it that makes it do? But it is, it is about analyzing other people's driving, isn't it? And just watching and putting that effort in to try and get faster. Yeah, so so when, when they ask me how, how I manage to be so fast, I, I always say it's discipline, ability, and talent. So you, you either yeah. have to have all those three. If you if you don't have one of those, you're never gonna get on top level. That's that's the, the truth, you know, mm-hmm. that's just the truth. You you can just get on that certain level that you are able to. But yeah. that also takes discipline and practice and stuff like that. So it's a bit of a hard truth, I would say, but we have to we have to say this, you know. Not yeah. everyone yeah. can be a world champion, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Oh dear, you've just gonna hurt some people's feelings. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? That's what they say in the schools these days. Everybody can do anything they want to. Um, but uh, yeah, it doesn't kind of work out like that. Um, but uh, but no, it's it's true, isn't it? You've got to have talent and you obviously discipline and a desire to get to the top um, to make it all happen and put those things together. But um, but yeah, no, it's, it's like now, there's been a great comment here from Matt Hill. He says, "Turn off the cones if you want to go faster." Uh, and oh, that yeah. is that is definitely that's the thing, isn't it? So and trying to turn the traction control off um, on most of the cars as well. Yeah. Although, yeah. how do you find that with Group Two? Because Group Twos are pretty quick. Uh, what uh, traction control? You mean? Yeah. Do you just turn off traction control in Group yeah. Two and just drive it without it? Yeah. There, there's there isn't a single car that I drive on traction control. I think in Gran Turismo. Really, even Group One. Yeah, even yeah. Group One. Yeah. That's pretty good. You might have a very smooth right foot because. That is a real skill to have. That yeah, yeah. uh, that's why I, I can't imagine. I mean, that's why I respect some of the really fast drivers on the controller because how can they manage to have such good throttle and braking control? Yeah, yeah. That's respect. That's worth respect, really. Yeah. See, are there any other games? Because obviously you mainly do GT Sport, but I found that when I went to a, a set of course a competition on PC. Um, I've pronounced that all wrong. I know people come at me saying it's going to be competition, but um, the, the, <laughs> um, the, the, I actually it helped me improve going back to GT Sport. Uh, I think because it's a more intense game and you have to, you don't have cones, you don't have lines, you don't have anything like that. You have to just race and learn yourself. Um, so it definitely other games can maybe help the skill. Do you, have you ever found that that perhaps there's another game out there that you like to play or you think it might help you in your GT Sport career? uh if i would play other games i would only play them out of interest not because i would probably want to improve myself because the reality is that on the level that i am i think other games will not help because it's not you know it's not anymore just about driving it's also about try trying to discover the the tricks in the game you know because every every racing game has a slightly different simulation and you have to adapt that certain simulation if you really want to be one of the best in that certain game mm-hmm. so i think i think playing other games would might make me even slower than going back to gran turismo you know because it's such a different feel and those little tricks that make you your top 10 lap times are in yeah. every game totally different you know yeah yeah yeah. So, I, I yeah no I'm gonna stay in Gran Turismo definitely, um, but I, I love rally games. You know I just don't find the time to play them. Uh, I wish there was a Le Mans game. That there was for so long we didn't have a Le Mans game, and I wish we had one. Really, I love Le Mans. Yeah, yeah, it's a proper track, isn't it? It's a real. I always remember because I, I mean I grew up in you know watching motorsport in the late 80s really from about 13 years old onwards. And that's when I really got into it. And where I used to live in the Scottish borders, there's a massive motorsport heritage. You know, we have the likes of Jim Clark. Uh, we had uh, Andrew Cowan, who was a rally rally champion. We've had uh, Louise Aitken Walker. So we've had a great range of racing drivers, rally drivers. Um, and I remember going to, uh, it was uh, my father was a doctor and he went to visit a patient one day and he said, you need to come with me uh, because he knew I was mad about cars and racing. Um, and this one of the local farmers had his own collection of cars and he had one of the lotuses that Jim Clark owned at the time. Wow. And this was in this is one of the and it was just sitting in his barn. I mean, he'd done it all up into this lovely little museum. And he also had a Le Mans racing car there. 
Um, and this was, it was, oh, and I, I was only about 13 at the time, but I'm trying to think what it was. It must have been an early, maybe like a 70s car, because it, it had kind of quite big wings and all that kind of stuff. So it was certainly a classic at the time. Um, and I thought, I, I don't know if it was his or if he was, if it was somebody else had lent it to him or, you know, to put in this little museum. But I mean, it just seemed awesome. Uh, and I got to sit in it. Uh, plus, I got to sit in the, the Jim Clark's car as well, which was just awesome, wow. you know. Um, wow. And I, have, I haven't actually told that to many people, but um, it was it was an is it, when you're a little thirteen year old and you get to sit wow. in a car like that, the, the smell, the, all the stuff, it's just like the ambience, you know, that every the, the whole atmosphere and the character of it is is incredible. And I think that that's what put in me this this love of motor racing because uh, it is incredible, you know. Um, but um, I, so that's that's what when I started watching all of that, and then I remember Le Mans was a big thing, and I actually got the autosports. Uh, Le Mans book for my birthday uh, for well, the you know they do the auto course yeah, yeah, yeah. The, they do the big auto course book for the for the for the year um, and that was given to me by Andrew Cowan um, who was the manager of the team boss of the Mitsubishi World Rally team uh, and that was I've, I've, he signed it for me uh, many years ago um, so it was it was it was quite something but did you find that there was an experience in your life that stood out um, that made you kind of love racing? Mm. I think I, I started love racing because how the cars, how beautiful the cars are. So the, the first passion in my life was because the cars were so beautiful to me. Mm -hmm. And that, that then became a love for driving. And, you know, so mm. I really can't say anything else because I, I was never a big fan of Formula One. So that, that series never inspired me so much. It's, it mm -hmm. was more like Gran Turismo, you know, the, the Super GT class, the yeah. Endurance Championship, those were the cars that really inspired me because they were so beautiful and yeah. so yeah. good. And yeah, that's, so those were the cars that really inspired me. Basically, yeah. Japan, Japan cars are my favorite cars. Yeah, I love the Jaguar. Was it the XJ one? The one that won Le Mans? Was it about eight, 1988, I think, or 89? It was oh, yeah. the one with the kind of. I love that. Car. Uh, tires, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an amazing car. Um, but the, I, I see it every, every, in every interview. The one thing that the race I've ever seen live was the European Grand Prix at Donington in 1993. And I saw Ayrton Senna win in that dramatic race uh, when he was seventh. Wow. It was in clear. Yeah, I saw it live, and it still puts the chills in me. Um, and I speak yeah, about yeah. it because it's just incredible. Seventh at the first corner, or something like, or fifth or sixth at the first corner, first by the end of the first lap, um, just astonishing, um, and just the most amazing experience I've ever had. And I hope to go to another one eventually again. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I think that's what gives you the thing about motor racing. That's why these racing games are so good because they they give you that experience to have a go and to imagine what it's like. I think I think. Now that you, may, I remember what actually maybe inspired me also uh, was the movies, the racing movies. So when I was a kid, I liked to watch the Fast and Furious one and two. Th those were the times when Fast and Furious yeah. was was still uh, focusing focusing on the cars and racing. Not mm -hmm. today; it's a totally different story. But at that time, when I saw the Nissan Skyline in the movie, the R thirty four, the greatest car of all time. Uh, that, that was just, I, I could watch a scene where Paul Walker was driving that car for 10 yeah. hours. That yeah. really inspired me. And, um, and then you... also, also uh, going with my father, we went a lot of times we went for the local rally events where we saw, oh, yeah. where we saw those Subaru Impreza's, Mitsubishi yeah. Lancers, you know, those were my yeah. dream cars that I know from Gran Turismo and to see them in real life was incredible and yeah. just just one short story to tell when yeah, I yeah of when course I, when I when I had my fifth birthday my uh wish was to get a small model of uh Subaru Impreza rally car from Colin McRae five yeah. years old that was my wish and I still have it today look at this oh wow <laughs> Yeah, it's it's and not cool, the original shape anymore, yeah. but I still have it. And imagine yeah. a five-year-old kid wanting a Subaru Impreza rally car. <laughs> yeah, and they were so good in the early GT Sport games or GT. They were just they were so good playing driving those cars, wasn't it? That was the thing. You would you would do it into two o'clock in the morning, 
and doing all of that and playing these games and that that was the thing now we've got a musical question and i've seen that, that, that keith has actually asked it twice so let me quickly um put it up here for you um what do you use for music ableton or pro tools <laughs> uh reaper it's called reaper uh it's an open source program so it's uh my father has more knowledge with that but that's the program it's used for for recording the music at home yeah reaper ah, you can right. you will see yeah that's the thing now uh here we are uh, fuza has said i'm always having goosebumps when i hear the sound of the rb26 in this paul walker's driving scene that's uh, definitely yeah. yeah there are scenes in certain i love i used to love gone in 60 seconds uh when they took out the old mustang and that was always a great experience that mm -hmm. um now here we go um uh, ert chimpanzee has said i don't love f1 rally is much more exciting yeah i think especially uh, world rally is pretty good isn't it? It, it and and some of the cars are amazing yeah so let, let me look at the i mean i i wouldn't say watching rally is exciting because it's always one car just doing a stage you know but what why people watch it is because they they like the cars they like the driving experience it's it's more it's a more enthusiastical sport you know mm. sport so formula one is made for the masses you know that's a motorsport yeah. made for the masses because you have a 90 minute race with everyone mm. on the track and that's immediately more appealing to to a uh, more uh, bigger variety of viewers yeah. that as you like uh, Le Mans cars and you have the kind of space age looks of all of that um here's a question for you um what do you think of the ferrari enzo fxx have you ever yeah i'm sure you will have seen one yeah so that's the that's basically a second version of the enzo right yeah it's a kind of sporty um, one kind of race series type thing that people could arrive and drive at the racetrack with what do i th i mean have you I ever have you heard uh, if you you should watch a goodwood video of how it sounds and how it looks because uh -huh. it's yeah. v12 engine is incredible I, I drove it on gran turismo 6 or gran turismo 5. yeah the main i mean yeah and i think it's coming on the next one as well it's probably coming on the next one yeah back so uh, I don't know what to say really about this car. It, for me, it's, it doesn't look too well. I don't know. It's it's more yeah, track-oriented car. It's mm. not so beautiful as probably, let's say, a Pagani. Or, yeah. You know, but it's um, even even the normal Enzo for me looks better. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's it's a track-oriented car. I mean, let's let's look at McLaren Senna. That's one yeah. of the best track cars in the world. But yeah, when I first saw it. <laughs> I almost <laughs> threw up. <laughs> I always remember. What's What's really interesting with racing cars that they always need time that you get used to design. So yeah, usually I find them ugly when I see them for the first time. But then as the time goes, I like them more definitely. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. They grow in age. I, I always uh, the reason why I mentioned the Ferrari is because um, we uh, we were at Goodwood one year, and Jonathan and I thought. Uh, it was a Formula Ones because we heard these incredible engines, and so we oh, ran okay. up to the front to where they set off, and we just missed the first one. Um, and we thought, "What on earth is that? Is that like a Ferrari V12 of like 1994 yeah. or 95 F1 car?" And it wasn't. It was this Enzo FXX doing big burnouts as it headed off up the road, yeah. um, and it was just astonishing. And all those big Ferraris, like the, they had the 599 FXX as well, and I just love the sound of that V12 shrill. It's just, it, I think for me, it's, the noise is yeah. amazing. Yeah, amazing machine, definitely. The noise makes quite a big part in the uh, racing world, definitely. Uh, ah. I know. We are coming to times where I don't really want to think about it. I don't really want to think about the future, to be honest, because I, I just hope we will we will keep the engines. I just hope. I think we will. I, I think, to be fair, I think the kind of current kind of push on electric is not maybe going to go as far as it might seem because I, I, a, I just don't think it's sustainable I think we don't have the power grid to actually power it um, but also I think it's not this is not very efficient why buy a car that does 25% of what a petrol or a diesel car will do at the end yeah. of the day I mean even though they time, say the mileage is time is life you know it's not only yeah. how, how you can 
uh, get for less money. Time is money also. <laughs> yeah, and they cost 10 grand more than a, than its average, uh, you know, kind of petrol equivalent. So I, I'm not so sure. I know they're pushing it just now, but it's causing horrendous problems. So I'm hoping that it will, it will, it, people will begin to realise the issues that it has. But um, but yeah. Now talking of of of, uh, of sim equipment and sim racing and things like that, I'll I'll diverge to another subject. You've got looks like a track racer there. Can you tell yeah. us what kind of equipment you have? Okay, so the sim rig is a track racer TR8, and I want to say this. I uh, four months ago I was still driving on a plastic chair that you buy yeah. for the balcony, you know. All right, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, one of my supporters uh, donated me half of the price of this simmering. Oh, wow. yeah. And then I decided that I'm really going to buy something really special. And then yeah. I got this. Uh, the wheel, the wheel is T300 Thrustmaster uh, with the T3PA GT pedals. Mm -hmm. But I'm getting the TLCM pedals very soon. Wow. Uh, the monitor is AOC gaming monitor, 32 inches. I think it's yeah. really important to have a 32 inch monitor. It's going to help yeah. you definitely. Yeah, it's because I've only got 24 and it's far too small. Yeah, yeah. Um, I use a PS5. Uh, I use a PS4 for, obviously for a long time. I bought a PS5 on black market actually because there was no way I could get it. Wow. Uh, yeah. and, so, and I needed it, you know. I, I wanted it because it's it's an investment in what I'm doing and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's tax deductible, probably. <laughs> I use gloves. I like to use gloves. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like to use gloves. I got used to it pretty quickly and then never went back to hands. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's one of the things I'm hoping to get for Christmas. I put it on the Christmas ah, wish list. Okay. Get a pair of racing gloves um, and that. So my wife thinks I'm crazy. And that she comes in saying, steering wheel and pedals. What are you, a little boy? Where are you, a man? <laughs> and I'm saying, well, next I'm going to get racing gloves. Then I'll be a man. You know, yeah. but it's, you know, that will complete the series. But, uh, but no, that, it, is, it is quite a thing. But I mean, a lot of people, they do say that it stops your hands or your fingers sweating, don't they? If you have the gloves or whatever, or it kind of it helps. Yeah, to... yeah. But they, they they need a wash after every two weeks. <laughs> a wash. <laughs> yeah, you oh. need to wash them because they they start smelling really bad because of the whole sweat. At least my <laughs> hands are really sweaty really soon. So yeah. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> now going on to GT7. This is the big question. There's oh, yeah. been a few reveals. People are getting a little idea of what's coming. Now you've got a PS5, so you'll be ready. To get the game and have it all working and sorted out but what are your PS4 expectations users can also get them you know it's yeah that's that's true um but um for ps5 you're going to hopefully have the best look at it because you have the, the best equipment to use it um what are you expecting from gt7 okay so i i made three uh i made some notes actually so i'm gonna say certain things uh, uh -huh. that are gonna be so the certain things i think will be more tracks uh also with more original tracks uh obviously the old school layout is going to be back of the menus yeah and offline mode is going to be back a, an original offline mode with some events like beginner amateur expert events and then they will probably add rally events and endurance events just like it was in the first few titles uh and i think they will keep daily races and fia races as it is in gt sport Mm -hmm. Now, going to my predictions, I think there's going to be around 500 cars. There's going to be pro probably more cars than in GT Sport, but I'm not expecting a really big number like 800, 900. No, I'm expecting something like four or 500 cars. Mm -hmm. I'm expecting slightly better physics because hope, yeah. I mean, it's, they, they should be. Yeah. And obviously more detailed graphics. That's what I'm expecting. My wishes, my personal wishes, is that they uh, introduce endurance online races. That would be amazing. Like one hour long daily race, yeah, one, once per per day or something like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, that would be amazing. Um, better artificial intelligence drivers. Yeah, yeah. It is for the worst, the worst. Uh, and then I think what's really important for me is that they 
focus on the latest generation racing cars. So GT Sport mm. cars are getting really old now. Yeah, you know, the yeah. game is old for years. And for instance, like Corvette, we have still have Corvette C7, the old Aston Martin, the old Ferrari, you know, everything is old now, one generation at least. So I hope that they will really put every car that's latest model uh-huh. and not not really pay too much attention with the road cars because the racing cars are the ones that are really interesting yeah. to drive. Um, yeah. So two more things that I want to be improved is open lobby connection and penalty system. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because what's your view on the current penalty system um, in GT Sport? Because to some it says, well, okay, people can drive pretty recklessly, but they will get um, put down afterwards. Um, it, it almost doesn't work. Like mm-hmm. you can drive off and it, it's almost like there isn't a penalty system at the moment. The Usually we get penalties only with track limits. That's it. Yeah, so yeah. I think they should they should bring back a little stronger uh, contact penalty. But uh, personally, I prefer this one over the too strong contact penalty because yeah, we, we, would, yeah. we would get a penalty for nothing. So yeah, it's still better yeah. to not get a penalty than get a penalty for nothing. But that works only in high-rated lobbies. So my father, that was my father's idea, actually. He said uh-huh. that we should have at least two penalty systems. So one would mm-hmm. be for lower-rated lobbies, and one would be for higher-rated lobbies. Mm-hmm. No, because mm-hmm. obviously, obviously, the truth is that in top splits, in second splits, people usually don't drive dirty. They usually try to stay really clean and fast and do yeah. their own race. But it's it's happening all kinds of stuff in lower rated lobbies. So they, they should make a more stricter penalty system in lower rated lobbies. Yeah, or almost almost like I'll give you more points if you're if you keep things clean. Isn't it? That would be yeah. something in you know, it or kind of a kind of like a rewards of keeping it clean. Like a bit like iRacing. Well, because iRacing is funny because if somebody else hits you, you get the you get the penalty as well, even when you're minding your own business. Um, they do that, but uh, but yeah. Now here's a great question from Flash Dagger. Who do you think is the most talented driver on the world tour? Mikael Kizad. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's my choice. And we've we've had him on the show. We had Mikael a few months back, um, yeah. and we're hopefully going to get him again. We are going to get him again with Valerio Gallo, his good friend, oh, who yeah. won the, the yeah. We've had Valerio know, as well. I know show. everyone, man. I know yeah. everyone. <laughs> and we're getting there. We're getting there. And of course, this by when everyone's watching tonight, we've got Dave Cam on the show next week, who is a very good eye racer, uh, and he plays lots of sim racing games. Has a very big. He's got something like sixty or is it thirty-four, thirty-five thousand? I can't remember exactly how many subs the last time I saw it. Um, but a very big, uh, big channel as well. Um, and he'll be coming on the show next week uh, on the seventh of October. So it's lots of. Uh, good, good guys to look forward to, um, which is which is fantastic. Um, but um, now Keith has asked, do you ever watch IndyCar racing? Uh, no. <laughs> no, that's an easy one. That's that would be fine. RK seventy four. I said we need SR to be far more than just a maximum of ninety nine. It should be nine hundred ninety nine and a big grind to get there. Yeah, that would, uh, yeah, that would yeah. be that would that be a good sense. idea. I think it's you know why because. You, me- you mess a race and then you need just two or three races to get back to your maximum sportsmanship, which doesn't make sense. So you can constantly keep making bad things, you know, mm-hmm. because it's so mm-hmm. easy to get it back up. So that's why, yeah, I, I definitely agree. They should they should make sportsmanship more challenging. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they come out with because I think there's been so many times when it almost puts people off GD Sport and they have a really bad run. And they find themselves, especially before when the penalties were coming for anything except being responsible. <laughs> it was like you could mind your own business and you'd find yourself with a five second penalty or a two second for, for nothing happening. Um, so, yeah. So but this one, as you say, is slightly better, but it could definitely do with, with some improvement. Um, but a final quick question from Arky74. It says, do you ever do car races, for example, race A, just for a bit of fun? Mm, no, basically not because yeah. I, I just tend to spend focus on daily race usually and just try to focus, stay focused there and do my best. And I, I almost never enjoy race A because usually there are road cars and I 
I just don't enjoy driving them. You know, they are beautiful. I mean, road cars are usually look nicer than race cars, but in a game like Gran Turismo, I just don't enjoy driving them so much because the grip is so bad. You have to brake yeah, 500 man. miles before the corner. <laughs> you know, it's you got to drive it like a rental car. That's what you do. You just, you know, as if you picked it up from Avis <laughs> and, and you've got your excess insurance, of course. And, uh, and you tell them, no, we're definitely not taking it to the Newburgring. That, uh, you know, you know, or the North Slifer. That, uh, you know, <laughs> we've never been there. That, uh, but, you know, that's the one that, uh, now here is a question actually from Poker, Poker Ace. He said, third time asking it. And so I apologize for not seeing it earlier. But um, Lucas says, GT Sport Racing is an art. And I agree. Due to smart racing, being patient in making moves, clean racing, and beautiful looking cars. What does uh, Luca think? Uh, I didn't understand really the question. So, if I. Uh, let's see, let me now ask this. Uh, do you, is there any patient um, Yeah, so do you think that uh, GT Sports is, you know, you've described it like an art form, yeah. um, as in the way that they do it? And obviously, beautiful-looking cars. Um, but do you think that smart racing and being patient in making your moves during, like your, like your racecraft, um, do you think that's a very uh, a, 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 a major element to become a better driver? Definitely. Yeah, I think. I think. I think like being patient. You know, not being too hot-headed is always better because. Even if you're not going to get the position that you want always, you will still be satisfied with clean racing and with the experience. It's not always about trying to gain as much positions as possible, at least in my opinion. In my mm -hmm. opinion, it's really important to have good buttons, fair play, yeah. enough space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, that makes an art. That makes an art. But competitiveness is a little different. You can't have both at the same time, unfortunately. But really good drivers might get close to it. That's how I'm gonna say. You know, really good drivers can do both, can do competitiveness and art. But mm -hmm. it really takes ability to do that. You know, drive on the yeah. limit and give each other enough space. Not everyone can do that, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. Now here, uh, here is a, a very good question by Moore1154, and he says, if you had to give up one thing, what would it be? Music or gaming? Mm. Ah, it's not, I'm not taking Gran Turismo as gaming. I'm taking it like driving. I, I prefer mm. to, to call it driving. So I would, uh, yeah, I would keep with driving. I like it more. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the thing. And uh, now there's another uh, question here uh, from Claimant. Uh, what percentage of top drivers do you think use load cells? Ooh, that, that's a hard question. Yeah, that uh, is a tough one. Because we, we can't really know that. I, mean, I might know a couple of guys what they're using, but that's it. So I know that I know that World Tour drivers are usually using the TGT and not until recently, they were probably using T3PA pedals because that was in the set. So I would say like 50, 60% would be using either TGT uh, or T300. I would say there's a lower percent of Fanatec users. Yeah, um, yeah. But I'm not really sure who, who uses slow cells and who doesn't. I mean, that's... Yeah, I don't <laughs> no, that's the thing. Now we've had lots of questions about this kind of the sizes of the grid in GT7, and like you know, 30 plus. But I think it's only going to be maybe 16 to 20 again, isn't it? I don't think there's a massive um, yeah. expansion. Or well, I think they say it could have gone up, but they haven't. They've chosen not to do that yet. But maybe we're wrong. Maybe maybe it will uh, go up to 30. Certainly a bigger grid. That's why I like the set of course competition races because you get off 32 or more. Uh, like at Brandsatch, and it's just brilliant fun. It's kind of crazy, um, but uh, but it, it, it's amazing. But Eridus has said in ATC there are eighty car races, uh, which is kind of that's oh, mad. God. What 80? eighty car? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> and, that's, and, that might be too much. I mean, I don't know, like eighty cars on Tsukuba. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be very funny if they're all like MX fives or Fiat five hundreds. 
or something like that. That might just be having us like like driving in Rome through Russia. Uh, maybe the same the same kind of effect. But, um, and uh, Keith has said uh, a very important question here. Did you enjoy your interview with Hugh? Definitely, definitely. It was my first experience in an English talking interview, and it was amazing. I really, I really enjoyed it. It was great. Ah, fantastic! Well, you've been absolutely amazing and a great guest to have on the show. Um, now, let me just give a preview of all, of all, for all your loyal fans. When we get to a thousand, that's right. When we get to a thousand, this is the photo, the photo tile that will be being sent out. So, how about that one? Schumacher and Senna have eight titles between them. That will be going out to you when we when we hit a thousand subs. Um, but it's been phenomenal uh, to have you on the show tonight, and just so much fun with all the comments. And all the questions. So thanks to everyone who's been watching uh, and and commenting and asking questions. I hope we got round most of them. Uh, but uh, would you like to say something to your community and to our guys who have been watching you here tonight? Subscribe to Hugh Hedrick. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't pay him honestly. It was a... <laughs> oh, it's, it's uh, that's very that's very. <laughs> but no, because you've got a very loyal, very, very loyal group of fans who really like you and they follow you, oh, and your you, your streams are great fun. I, I call them family. To be honest, we are so close. We we have such a good time. I love them. They are the best, really. <laughs> ah, now that, that's the thing. Well, it's great. We'll stay on the line as we finish up with the show. Uh, but honestly, it's been absolutely brilliant tonight uh, to have such a great audience and um, lovely comments and great questions. Um, and for a superstar of the simulator world, I didn't, I, when I say 100,000 DR, my goodness, that is amazing. And winning FIA Nations and all these big, incredible races. And then driving at the Red Bull ring just to, to, to finish off yeah. with that one. Um, that has been a phenomenal history and, and really uh, just fantastic answers to the questions that have been um, put in tonight. But next week, we've got Dave Cam at nine o'clock here on the Car Sim and Race Driver Show. But to Savazic, would you like to finish off with our famous phrase? Uh, uh, drive fast and try not to crash. That's it. That's fantastic. Take care, everyone, and we'll see you soon. Bye, Desatu. Bye bye. <laughs>